Hello everyone and welcome to the Her Code Community podcast. Today I would like to welcome our guest Ragini Chaddama. After graduating from the English and Foreign Languages University in Hyderabad, she now works on conversational AI design for enterprises. Her work is at the intersection of user experiences, language, technology and business and she builds effective and efficient solutions to automate business processes. Hi ma'am, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Uh, would you like to elaborate on your work experience further? Sure. So I work as a conversational experience designer, um, which is a bit of UX, a bit of language, a bit of technology. Essentially, when you start interacting with any AI-based assistant, it could be something like a Siri, uh, it could be like an Alexa, except for enterprises. So the same purpose, same technology is used for enterprise solutions. Um, I work at the back end to figure out how the natural language converted to something that the system can understand. Um, and at the front end, how does that experience look like? How does that interaction flow? So like with a Google Assistant, if you type something like, um, which is the nearest salon uh, to where I am, then how does the system kind of reply back? So more than just showing the options, while this conversing with you to share that information with you. All right, that was very interesting. We learned so much about your work experience. So we can move on to the questions now. Uh, and the first question is, uh, since you studied English and linguistics in college, what made you choose a career in the technology industry and how did the switch happen exactly? Back in 2017, when I was um, graduating from my master's school, uh, I wasn't really looking for a specific career in AI. I honestly didn't know that a field like this exists. Um, I always thought that to get into the tech world, you need to have an engineering degree at the minimum, or, or at least a computer, a computer science degree. Um, for me, what happened was that Samsung had come to our college for um, placements. And Samsung was building their own virtual assistant um, that was mostly voice driven. So something like a Siri, that's for Apple. Um, and they were calling it Bixby. And they still have Bixby. If you have a Samsung phone, you might have Bixby on your phone. Um, and the, oh, you see you've interacted with Bixby? I think so. Yeah, I do have a Samsung phone, so I have seen it before. Okay, great. <laughs> great. Uh, and their plan was to expand Bixby to not just phones, but take it to other um, consumer products like their microwaves, their TVs, washing machines. So imagine something like um, you want your washing machine to turn on in 30 minutes and you can place that command through voice. Um, and that's the vision that they had. And they were hiring people who had a background in English and could understand like syntax and semantics and um, just like the basic code of language and where that comes from. Um, and they wanted people who can make the computer program more natural sounding so that you feel like you're having a, uh, an interaction with a human. Um, and that's how, that's how my journey began. I joined Samsung. Um, and started working for these language commands. So like training the backend system 
for it to understand the difference between um, turn on my reminder and turn off my reminder, you know, things like that. Um, and then it grew into more enterprise solutions. So like when you're booking a flight, um, so doing that through a chatbot or uh, a more sophisticated AI technology that's now called virtual assistance. Uh, and that's where my focus then landed to. I started working for enterprise-grade solutions. So for banking, insurance, healthcare, retail, industries like that. Uh, and yeah, that's essentially how I got into this field. All right. Okay. So that's very interesting. This would be so useful for those people who are still in college and who are majoring in English or linguistics. So they can also be part of the technology industry. Right. Um, what's one piece of advice you wish someone told you in the beginning of your career? Oh, I'd say um, that a lot of times when you're starting out in the professional world, you feel like uh, you should know everything and you should be a master of every single domain. Um, and then you hear things like a particular role gets um, better packages. So you feel like, oh, I should somehow transform myself to fit into that role. Um, so like for me, it was your uh, NLP engineers. NLP engineers are the people who will figure out how the algorithms get set into the back end. So they'll, have, they'll be figuring out how does the computer take in certain inputs and convert that into possible outputs. Um, and I remember at the start of my career, I was reading about how NLP engineers or machine learning engineers are, um, are going to be very well-placed as the world of AI evolves. And so I thought, oh, I need to really pursue that thing. Whereas my forte has never been uh, that. My forte is more um, user experience. It's more of design. Um, and so I thought, oh, there's such a niche role. Uh, should I really get into this? Or should I really work on it for long? Um, but yeah, I realized that because it's a niche role, you get so many opportunities considering um, that now the world is moving towards um, AI technologies and a part of it is conversation AI. So every time somebody looks for some, um, a person who can design your AI systems, you will have to look for a conversational designer. And there are not a lot of those in the market right now. And so you get a leverage in that sense. So yeah, I wish uh, somebody told me to not chase something that I'm not fit for. Oh, right, I agree. That's, I totally agree with that. Uh, speaking about AI and conversational AI, for those who might not be aware of that topic, uh, would you like to elaborate a little bit more on those topics? Sure. So um, AI essentially is a system that has the ability to do tasks that humans can do. So... Um, Think of how even like machines in factories evolved. Before this, humans would have to stand and let's say stitch two pieces together. And then somebody built a machine that can do that, reducing the need for human effort um, and also saving costs. AI is kind of similar. 
It's a field of study which allows a computer system or a robot um, or any machine to essentially act like a human. So do tasks that humans could otherwise do. Um, so it, it could be anything. AI is actually a huge, um, huge domain, a huge field. And so even something like when you search on Google, um, the kind of options you see, the search results on the top sometimes are so relevant. Behind that is an AI engine that offers um, those options to you. And so it finds out which, given your question, what are the most relevant answers? And, they, and it um, throws out those options to you. So that's um, in a simple sense what AI is. Right, that must be so like, beneficial for those who are just starting out in AI or might, might not be sure what exactly it is. Um, also, what advice would you like to give someone who uh, wants to pursue a career similar to yours? As someone who's interested in becoming a conversation designer, I'd say make use of uh, the material that you find online. Today, there are legacy enterprises like Google, Amazon, Microsoft that has rolled out material on guidelines for conversation AI design, or even explaining how the conversational AI platforms work and how their front end gets linked to the back end. And so when you ask a question, what's happening behind the scenes uh, for you to get a relevant answer and how do you proceed in a conversation? What's happening um, during that journey from what you see and from what's happening at the back end, things like that. Uh, and so there's so much great material out there that you can actually get a head start even before getting on the job. You can know and learn more so that by the time you reach a position where you have to start, um, you're actually at a higher level because you know the basics. Okay, that's very interesting. Uh, the next question is now moving on to the questions uh, like, what is one thing you would like to change in this industry to empower girls more? For me, I've seen a difference in the enterprises I work for when um, they are more male led versus more female led. Like the organization that I, that I now work for has um, like a 40% of uh, management being women. So your project managers would be women. Those are the people that you will be working on a day-to-day -day basis uh, in, when engaging with a client. Then there'll be your um, functional manager. So like experts in the field, whether it's a director of design or a director of engineering, um, I work for an organization which has most of these leaders being women. And I feel that that gives such a strong sense of um, just like knowing that that's also possible. Because otherwise, um, you'd think that in a male-dominated industry, there's not much leeway that you can get. And uh, essentially, you won't be able to make uh, certain jumps in your career. But I see women leading around me and I see how they manage everything so well. Um, 
these are women who are multitasking half of the time because they're working remotely. Um, and not just women in that sense, everybody is multitasking. But um, women have a more, um, the women that I work with are a lot more um, engaged with what's happening at home. So there are certain responsibilities that are theirs alone. So like single mothers who are taking care of their children while working, um, while getting their teens to work as well. Uh, so yeah, there's, there's that sense of um, achievement that I see around me and that really inspires me. So I feel like seeing more women in leadership roles um, can really help push the buck forward. Yeah, I completely agree with you and that was so nice to hear. But also on the other hand, there are some spaces in technology which does not ensure like a higher representation of women in leadership roles. Like, do you have any views on this or any ways where we can help change this? I think for certain positions, um, I feel like sometimes there are certain roles to which you won't find a lot of um, diversity in terms of people who have studied those things. So like um, a lot of high tech jobs around me um, are more male uh, oriented just because they get more males of applying for those positions. Um, and I see that slowly changing, so I hope it continues to change and improve. Right, okay. Yeah, that was super interesting and very helpful. Uh, so with that question, we mark the end of today's interview. So thank you so much for taking time out of your day, Ragini, ma'am, and joining us for this interview and sharing your experiences and thoughts with our audience. And thank you. Thank you, Mansa, for doing it. I feel like uh, kids these days are doing such amazing work in getting ahead and getting on top um, of things like developing such communities. It's, it's very inspiring. So thank you. Thank you so much.